I wickered my toe this morning. Now, like you oh. trapped it in a sort of like effigy, like straw effigy and burned it? No, that's not wickering. Are you crazy? I don't you think wicker I know what wickering. You, yeah, that would be wicker manning it, but oh, it wouldn't be wickering. Okay. So you put like a helmet with bees inside of it on your <laughs> on your toe? Is that <laughs> what it is? Here's what happened. I woke up yeah. and I was getting dressed and I had mm-hmm. some fluff on my toe. Slow so I- down. <laughs> Slow down on the parts about the toes though. Getting dressed. I don't want to give it out for free, but I was getting dressed and I had some fluff on my toe, whatever, lint, something. Hi. And so I did the old toe flick, the foot flick, as it were, you know, like get it off. And I misjudged the placement of my laundry basket. And I like full on kicked the laundry basket, like with the side of my big toe. I hate that. And wicker plus toe, not a good combination. I guess even like cheap wicker. Anyway, my toe got pretty fucked up. Oh, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Terrible way to start the morning. And of all the sort of like injuries and ailments that you have discussed on the show, I would say this one is the most esoteric. Like, yeah. the, like the most like, did you really need to tell us about? Like you drop a, you eat an egg sandwich that's so hot that the steam gets in your eyes, and then you you know get hit by a taxi or fall in an open manhole cover. And I'm like, yeah, that's sure, that's the spirit of the city, baby. But this is just you kicked your laundry basket. Yeah, but like, how many people, people need to? The people need to know. I bled over this. How many people have bled from a laundry basket incident? Realistically no, speaking, for sure, you're a special. You're a special sort. I don't know what you want me to say. I know this already about you. you you'll find a way to hurt yourself on anything, Russell. I love that about you. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that somebody's going to Photoshop a Wicker Man uh, image and we're going to have to live with it on our Twitter timeline. It's I like... don't even think that the injury story was merits a Photoshop. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be like, it's going to be the Wicker Man poster, but where Nick Cage's face is, it's going to be a big bloody toe. <laughs> gonna be arrested well don't do the bloody toe yeah no you'll get kicked and it's off just a, it was a one bad day in situation i don't want to escalate it too much i, yeah, I didn't he's need definitely like... never gonna kick his basket again dude uh yeah he's gonna kick his basket tomorrow this fucking guy how do you still have all your toes unknown Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Besties. I just decided to do the intro. I this is the greatest it, and best video game podcast in the planet. Sometimes That's we talk about say. books and magazines and zoos. No, but, but who today are you? We're talking we got at video least games. We got to at least do the like name introductions because that's the one that's thing like the that one has thing remained unchanged about it. So go ahead and say your name, Chris. My right. name is Chris Plant, and I know the best game of the week. Ooh, Chris Plant. Very short. Yeah. Russ, why don't you get... Let's just fuck up the order like yeah, as much totally. as Yeah, totally. My name is Russ Frushtick, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy, and I know the... Actually, I always say it, like, in contrast to Justin. I don't know oh. if you've noticed that, where it's like, no. my name is Griffin McElroy. Like... Oh. Mm. And, yeah. But, well, you can't do that because Justin's not here. But this is the besties. And it's a video game club that goes all year long, and just by listening, you are a member... <laughs> and this week we're talking about all the games we've talked about so far this year. 
uh, which is Elden Ring and some other ones. <laughs> and I, well, maybe we shouldn't tease it any more than that because I'm looking at this list and there's some this is a lot of here where I'm like, wow, great stuff. Did those really come out this year? Because um, I don't remember that, but I'm stoked to circle back on it. It I is mem- hard to lift yourself out of the fog of Elden Ring, but we're going to try. We're going to try and Tarnished. We're going to talk about hundreds of basically free games that you can get. And we'll talk about that in the second half. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track and especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want, get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties rocketmoney.com slash besties okay the first quarter of 2022 is not even over yet like we're not even through march but we felt like hey we we should do it now because they put too many games into the first two and a half months they actually they actually put too many oops all Um, games and and i would say this game game devs and i know you guys aren't on the same team but you should be for our enjoyment, um, we the gamers, uh, maybe space them out a little bit fucking better next time, huh? How do you feel? Maybe do that a little bit better next time so that we don't get like Elden Ring and Witch Queen and Horizon Forbidden West like all within like a, a, a five day period of each other. I get that like indie small indies don't necessarily aren't necessarily in the same meetings as electronic arts bigwigs, right? But you know who knows. The platform holders, Steam knows, Xbox. We the gamers certainly know. And uh, someone should, yeah, clue them in to uh, not putting all the games out at the same time because that's a drag. Um, I mean, it's fun, but... It's fun. It's weird, man. I feel like for, I don't know, going on a decade now, uh, Mm -hmm. the the first quarter of the year has been pretty fucking lit. Like release-wise, it's not just um, this is ancient history, but it's not just like every November you get fucking fifty games that all drop all at the all at the same time. This this year, I think, is a little weird because sometimes we'll get like one or two very good games in January yes. and February, and this year there were like a large number of them. Uh, and Mar, I don't think there's ever in the history of me doing this has ever been a stronger March year a month wow. like release-wise. 
well, let's 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 talk about it. Let's go okay. through this list and sort of because uh, uh, a, a lot of time on this show, we are all guilty of playing a game for the episode and then not really spending any more of our very. <laughs> Very precious and few free free time hours, personal hours, uh, like actually playing them anymore. So I'd love to hear like if you all stuck with these things or not. What's the first one on the list? And the first one on the list is Nobody Saves the World, which was uh, the great uh, indie from Drinkbox Studios. The like wild where there was all sorts of classes where you could play as a rat or a horse or a wizard. And um, we all really liked that, if I recall. We did. It 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 is... This is this is becoming a reductive thing to say, and I understand that. But uh, if it's on Switch, I feel like I would play this one a lot more because yeah. it's so inherently grindy, uh, and I don't really have the kind of life anymore where I well, I can't say that and play Destiny two at the same time. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this is the kind of game that I feel like I would I would groove on nonstop in a more sort of portable format. but Yeah, I, I think I, certainly Steam Deck will also... I was going to say, oh, yeah. I, I, I haven't had to worry about that. It just oh, runs so silky smooth. So silky smooth on my Griffin, Steam Deck. Griffin, where is your pre-order? What, what group I'm are you in? I'm in the weird amorphous Q2 2022. Yeah, that's me too. Mm. Yeah. that Which is like expected like availability date. And it's like, that's so... Yeah. What does that even fucking mean, yeah. Gabe? Tell me what that means, Gabe. Gabe, shave that beard and... Put those switch Steam decks out. Did you see the video that Steam released of Gabe going door to door and delivering Steam decks to people? That's not real. It's real for sure, it's real. and it, it's real. And most of the time, their reaction is like, "Oh, wow, whoa, cool." I would be whoa, thanks, terrified. Gabe. I, would I feel like so if, if Gabe showed up to my door, he would. I would be like, "Oh, Gabe is here to sell me a knife." Like <laughs> he's gonna unroll some like, magic cloth. He's working for thirty blades. Co? Oh, and he shit. will show me his whole knife collection and then we'll spend like the next four hours talking about it and you know what the first three hours i would be like i have other things to do but i think by the last hour but like, you know four, what? i'm actually be a pretty charmed knife nut. yeah yeah like sure. I, I think i think he could he could win me over he seems to care so much he does he does um, y'all pokemon legends arceus what a game I this is the game that I I have not gone back and played as much as I want because Elden Ring has consumed my life, but this is the game that I have the most fondness for of like everything that we've played this quarter. Where I just I get warm and cozy feelings about this game, um, and now that I know that that new Pokemon is coming out, and yeah. it kind of is borrowing from this one, kind of not all the way. Well, kind of. It? it well, it's kinda. open. It is open world in the way that. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus is it sounds like they are going back to a more traditional style of like catching Pokemon which is uh, sort of the biggest defining feature I would say of Arceus Um, but yeah I I, yeah it looks good they got a duck with a fucking emo haircut and you know I like that Um, I I keep this is one in my head that I keep saying I'm going to go back to when there's when there's more time but also I'm a father of two so it's like when is that well it will help when the release calendar gets a little less yeah that's that is a fair point (laughs) we'll Um, probably be doing like three episodes on it (laughs) next two months when there's nothing to talk about I just, this is the game I'm most jealous of people who got, like, really into it. Because I see people posting clips of, like, you know, Snorlax coming and just, you know, fucking up their whole whole shop. I'm like, man, that looks fun. I want to be chased by a big Snorlax. 
but I didn't play that long. Fresh, uh, did you did you end up getting into it at all? Uh, I played. Uh, no, I mean I played like five six hours and I liked it, but I and it's not out of interest because I actually did enjoy it. Um, but I just couldn't. I don't know. I yeah. like kept getting pulled to other games. I I mentioned the the warm and coziness of this game. The I the kind of like uh, I don't know. It's hard to define this of it all. Is I really just like the world, which is yeah. weird because the visuals, as we talked about in the episode, are not great. But there's something I don't know, almost like nostalgic about the simplicity of it. <laughs> sure, <laughs> kind of like a Nintendo sixty four ish game that's just a little prettier. That I don't know, it, it takes me back in a way that it's Nintendo. Maybe it was intentional, or maybe it. <laughs> just by accident and by dint of looking so bad uh ends up looking like the type of games that i played you know when i was a early teenager um but yeah what a game i like games where you just can see pokemon just doing their thing out in the way. that's pokemon. what i that's that's what i love about pokemon snap is not so much mm. the photo taking as much as it is like you feel like i am a fly on the wall in the habitat of these like imaginary creatures and this you know they they have gone to the lengths of establishing what their little ecosystem is like and it's mm. so zane like i like that it's funny to think that a giant a, a magnetized tank is a fly on the wall as it rolls through their <laughs> yeah, hatch sure sure <laughs> yeah a lot of pokemon are not bothered until you get like right up on them yeah uh yeah i uh, i can't believe that the next game is on this list who put Why? this Un- Uncharted Legacy I, of Thieves Collection? I put it there. Okay, so Uncharted um, Legacy of Thieves Collection came out on PS5. It was basically a bundle of Uncharted 4 and Uncharted Lost Legacy. And I feel like a lot of people played Uncharted 4. But Uncharted Lost Legacy is like an extremely strong, arguably one of the best, if not the best, Uncharted game that yeah. they've ever put together. Um, really uh, great uh, characterizations, uh, the environment's really cool, and I feel like a lot of people missed it because it came at the tail end of the uh, PlayStation 4's life cycle, and this seems like a really good opportunity to people kind of loop back on it. I know it's coming to PC as well, um, so that's exciting, but if you dig Uncharted and you never played The Lost Legacy, this is a very good excuse to do so. I might actually, sir. I've been, I've, I've... I am curious. I've always been curious about Lost Legacy. I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. I feel like the messaging for that game was kind of weird because I can't remember how many stories I read about like, is it DLC? Is it standalone? Do you have to have played four in order to? It is definitely a standalone thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's really good. Maybe I should go back and try it. I I keep waiting for the the Naughty Dog game that is like, oh, this is my sweet spot because I enjoy the stories in Uncharted. But I, I, the gameplay just feels a bit repetitive to me. Mm. And then I enjoy the gameplay in, in Last of Us. But then the story is a, like a hellscape that I don't enjoy at all. I just surely you don't get it. You don't get it, man. I, that's true. It's that about, is true. I'm just a bad gamer. That's the thing I. I, I think maybe we're The Walking Dead. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Like, that's sort of what it's about. Um, I, I mean, maybe, maybe you'd like Keith the Thief, um, which was one of their first games, uh, <laughs> Naughty Dog did. Was <laughs> that was a game great fall. Game called Keith the Thief. Uh, I love Keith the Thief. And when's that revival coming? Please, Naughty Dog. 
Nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about Keep the Thief enough. Griffin, talks did about you play Ollie Ollie World, or was that only Friday? Fuck it was yeah, Griffin. I played Ollie Ollie World. That game oh, okay. beats ass. I didn't actually play yeah. it. I wanted to, but I didn't Dude, get around to it. Put, just put that shit on your Switch, and yeah. then, like, every time I see, anytime I'm, like, between games on the Switch and have some, you know, time to kill uh, away from my, my chunky boy PC, I just will, I will see the Ollie Ollie World thumbnail on the Switch UI and just be like, oh, don't mind if I do. Don't yeah. mind if I do pop in there for a few downhill jams. Thank you very much. Uh yeah, that game is that game is perfect for just like dipping into for a half hour and doing some sick ass stunts while you keep like practicing the same line like over and over and over again. Uh it's like the only Switch game I play with headphones on because the soundtrack is like mm part of the vibe in such a major way uh it's 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 exceptional man i think golly golly world is a pretty easy recommendation for virtually anybody henry loves it because i made the character look like me yeah and um Aww. he'll play the left stick and i'll play the right stick and he'll just make me eat shit over and over <laughs> again and he thinks it is so funny to watch me just ragdoll like 20 feet into like a you know a wood chipper or whatever that's the dream that is the dream. Take that, daddy. Take that, dad. Beef <laughs> it. Uh, Griffin, did you play Super Auto Pets? No. Oh, my gosh, y'all. Was that I a can't believe I'm the person. Did we talk, did no, we no. We've, we've not really talked about it on the show. I've watched a little bit of uh, clips on YouTube, and Plant recommended this to me recently, but I haven't had the chance to really go into it deeply. It makes no sense that I am the person bringing this show, because it is the most not me uh, game and very much something that everybody else here will love. It is kind of, kind of very, very, very loosely auto chess like in that you you have a collection of pets and you spend money before a round to pick which pets you want to add to your lineup and then which bonuses you want to give them to upgrade them and then you click go and then you watch your your pets fight another team's pets online. And then, yeah, that's an auto chess. Yeah, I mean it's 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 basically auto chess. I I I would just say it's auto chess if you made it uh, so simple that everyone could enjoy it and not be super intimidated by it. Um, it is great. It's really really great. Um, what are you playing and on? The art is cute. The I I don't think it's like fully finished yet. I don't think it has hit one but here's the most important thing. It's available on iOS. Uh, mm -hmm. So that is definitely the place to play it. Um, and then eventually delete it because it will consume your entire life. Well, I don't yeah, want that I, to happen. I, yeah, I, well, I want to try it out and, and understand it because I, I haven't gotten that far. I did see the cute little characters and I like them. They were cute. I, I will say I was so skeptical of it because, again, not my type of thing. I played, you know, two or three rounds. I was like, eh, this isn't really for me. And then a day later, I was like, well, it's on my phone. I, yeah, I should try it again. And then I won a couple of fights. I was like, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe in a couple of days I'll come back. And then that third day came back and, oh, I was oh, all man. in it. And it I feel works. like that, that is the formula for these types of games. Yeah, the, the, the three-day rope-a-dope that they gave you. What's uh, what are you playing it on? What platform? Yeah, iOS. Right? I'm playing it on iOS. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, that's I can do that. I know. That's I can do saying. that. I have a. I I don't want to brag, but I do have an iPhone device. <laughs> so, um, uh, I don't. 
I don't know if anyone has in this group has actually played Cyberpunk since it hit whatever version update now, why that would was. I do, why would I do that? <laughs> everyone seems to really like it. I wanted yeah. to put it in. The, I haven't played it, but everyone seems to really be pretty amazed that they were able to like make it a lot better. Okay. This is this is the these are the wages of not being on Twitter anymore. I feel like is mm. stuff like this where it's like, wait, you're telling me Cyberpunk's good now? You are shitting me. <laughs> the only way I would know that is if I was plugged into some sort of application where people are like, hey, did you all hear? Cyberpunk's pretty good now. When you shoot a gun, the game doesn't crash. Wow, that's, cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Plant, you haven't tried it, have you? Yeah, no, I, I, I've, I've watched a few different videos on it, especially Digital Foundry of like how they've cleaned it all up. I think people in video games like a comeback story a yeah. lot. Um, and I also think that like maybe people were just a little bit like uh, piling on when the game came out the first time around. Yeah. So it's just oh. like a mix of... I mean, it was pretty bad. It was a bad game. It, so like it, we were we were I will admit yeah we were piling on but that's because there was so much to pile on too. Yeah, uh, well, I think also people were ignoring maybe some of the good parts because of they maybe they, you couldn't even see them there because were. there were so much bad parts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh and now I it's like I don't think the game changed that much. Well, I, they, they just I, I heard they like reevaluated the whole like skill system and the skill tree is like completely different and obviously the performance stuff um I don't know. It's I kind of amazing Anthem just got, you know, straight up canceled. Because it feels right. like if you're willing to just be humiliated and spend a lot of money for two years, you can make anything into a hit. I like, mean, like Elden they, Ring that's Online? A, that is revisionist history a little bit. They did put some, they did their best. They, I wouldn't say their best, but they, they put some, there was some sweat equity involved in Anthem's attempted salvation, I feel like. What? It was... It was mostly mm. bad ideas, like getting rid of the like fun loot exploits that people actually enjoy doing in that game. But uh, wow, Griffin, the one Anthem apologist left. Oh, don't get me wrong, bad game, bad game, <laughs> bad job, poor, poorly done. But you know, they they took a swing at they facing did. it, and they just but they swung in the opposite direction. Yeah, I also feel bad for that team because didn't like the senior leadership just keep bleeding out through most yeah. of that game's development. Yeah, they just and really didn't want to work on Anthem was the was the thing they could <laughs> it's say. It's possible. The Bob Dylan of video games. Uh-huh. Okay, somebody wrote Horizon Forbidden West, and I'm amending that with Dying Light 2 because I think... Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know we could do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. I, which, one, which one of these did you like? I liked I liked Horizon much, much better than um, Dying Light 2. Uh, but it's it is... Man, both those games just got their fucking lunch eaten by the by the ring that is Elden. And I hate to I hate to keep coming back to this because I know there's people who are not vibing with Elden Ring. And man, this must be a really a lonely time for them. But it's these games came out and they have the you know a a sort of shared scale and like foundational like design philosophy and one of them does it about a hundred billion times better than the other two so i mean uh, they are pretty different i i view them i mean granted there are a lot of similarities but they're pretty different i think like from a minute to minute and like narrative standpoint like visual design standpoint like they're all pretty different but i do agree with you like you know horizon the first horizon came out 
at like the exact same time as Breath of the Wild, <laughs> and and that's a drag uh, because sure. there's definitely like the one that ended. I mean, the first Horizon, I really like. I know you didn't like it, Griffin, but I really liked it. Um, and and you're right. Like there is this moment of like another open world game coming out right around the same time. And as much as I loved Horizon Forbidden West, you know, the it's hard to not be totally, totally absorbed by Elden Ring right now. But again, um, those those people that don't like Elden Ring, like I have also seen lots of people who are like, I do not like Elden Ring, but boy, howdy, for Horizon's doing it for me. Yeah. So like, you know, yeah. different strokes for different folks. Horizon is definitely the more approachable option of the two by like a mile. And I would say also like, not to short uh, shrift Dying Light, which um, again, like narratively pretty terrible, but from a <laughs> like minute to minute, like parkour standpoint, the best parkour game cool i've parkour. ever played yeah. um feels amazing i wish it was in not a zombie town because enough already but like that stuff is really really good so i think all these games kind of bring some of the table um there's just kind of one that is very close to my heart yeah, yeah. Our, our buddy kirk uh at triple click podcast on the most recent episode gave kind of like a taxonomy of of these open world games of like who who is the type of player for each of these and mm. why? And it was very helpful and very much clarified why something like Horizon Forbidden West is not necessarily for me right now. There have been times I, I really, really liked the original Horizon. But right now, when I when I started that game, that isn't the world that I want that much story in. When I'm in like that beautiful world, I just want to go have fun in that world. Mm. And when it keeps just pummeling me with story and it's not even whether the story is good or bad it's just it's just not what i want at that time um yeah. and it's silly because at the same time i've been playing dragon quest 11 on the steam deck which oh, is no all way. story and i love it but yeah, man. but that's what i expect when i play it like when i go into that that's what i want from that world and it delivers and i think there's this weird thing that we've seen with all not all of these games Elden ring is the exception but both horizon and dying light they're so intent on making you eat these vegetables before you get to do the thing that is the entire selling point to the game and i just wish that they i don't know either had more confidence or more Respect for the player is not quite right, but like realization of what the player actually wants from the game, which is weird because again, they marketed it, selling it as like, hey, go have a huge adventure in a beautiful open world, not as, hey, talk to characters for the next 15 hours. Yeah. Uh, that said, all, right, what's, all three what's of these the... are great games, I think. I think they're like all Absolutely. legitimately good. Yes. Uh, what what's what do we have? What what happened next? And then what? I mean, I guess Destiny Two, which <sighs> I, you seem to like a whole heck of a lot. Wow, a lot of people, honestly, like a whole heck of yeah, a I lot. Yeah, I mean, people are calling it like the best expansion they've they have done really? on Destiny, and the best campaign I've heard that the they've campaign ever is done. the campaign is great. Uh, Cabal yeah. are nice now, is what I gleaned from the trailer. I was it's, like, oh, they're nice now. Nice is a, uh, you know. It's it's just a question of like which uh, horrific astral horror sort of entity is forcing yeah these these big bad rhino people these big bad rhino warmongers to like do war with you instead. Have of we on seen you. them without masks? Because I feel like they look like grimace. I think that's just their faces. Oh, it's tough to say. It's tough okay. to say. 
Um, yeah, no, it's great. I have not, I finished the campaign and did like, you know, tried out all the new, um, you know, game modes and they're pretty great, but I have not, I, I have not even like touched the grind of, uh, of Witch Queen yet. Cause, uh, you know, other big, big boy games came out that I've been, uh, ensorcelled by, but yeah, mm. it's, fa- it's fantastic, man. I think everybody should, I think folks should play Destiny. <laughs> I think it's a good game now. I think I'm gonna play the campaign at some point during the yeah. summer when it's a little bit quieter. Honestly, with the big expansions like Witch Queen, like don't put any pressure on yourself to do anything else. Just like play the campaign because yeah. it's, the, I'm not the, gonna do like the raid push and all that stuff. No, God, no. The raid does look fucking cool, but it yeah. I'll I just watch know. on YouTube. It's yeah, uh, yeah. Just just play the campaign and don't don't worry about doing anything else because it's uh, Destiny is still an extremely fun game to play, uh, and I think they've done some stuff in Witch Queen to make it even funner more fun is that it i think i think that's it for early uh, i'm sure there are some we missed feel free to uh shout them out on on uh besties twitter but those are the biggies for early 2022 pretty busy stuff yeah it's uh some stuff is has been talked about coming out this year that i don't actually know will actually come out this year but if it does great year for gaming folks we're back half-life three games are back in a big way (laughs) duke nukem baby Okay, we're going to take a break, and after this, we're going to talk about the Ukraine uh, bundle, which is just full of great games for a great cause. You go get a phone, you just want a phone, talk to your friends and family, you're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts, and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details, and all of a sudden, they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech, you know? The contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice easy solution save some put the bucks back in your pocket pay 15 bucks a month say bye to your overpriced wireless plans jaw-dropping monthly bills the unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com slash besties that's mintmobile.com slash besties Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode of The Besties is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. 
And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, we're back. So you can right now go to itch.io, itch.io, and you can buy the bundle for Ukraine, which is hundreds and hundreds of video games, rule sets for tabletop games, there's digital books, soundtracks, comics, just tons and tons and tons of stuff. And you can donate what you'd like um, to get all of this stuff, which would be worth just an incredible amount of money if you were to just buy it straight off Steam. Uh, so I thought we could talk about some of our favorite games on this to get people excited about it and then go and, you know, contribute to the bundle. Uh, yes. So I think there are some like familiar ones that people will recognize maybe from other bundles, but these are obviously fantastic games if you've never picked them up before. Celeste being one of them. Uh, Baba is You is another one. Great puzzle game. Um, and A Short Hike. Those are like the three that jumped out at me. It was like, oh, these are like easy game of the year game of the year contenders that if you've never played them you're in for a serious treat and already off of three games you're getting a a huge amount of value out of this bundle what what about you guys i mean there's so there's so much man uh uh freaking uh cross code is on here yeah like a great like twin sticks action rpg style game um uh, Wander Song is on here, which is a neat little sort of adventure game. Super Hot. If you've never played Super Hot, you should probably just go ahead and play Super Hot. Um, there's a game on here I'd never heard of before called Minute Fun Racer, and it's like a racing oh, yeah. game version of Minute, the uh, the game where you had like 30 seconds to explore, which is also on the bundle. Yep. Uh, where you have like 30 seconds to explore before you die, and you have to like figure out how to like accomplish the different objectives of the game in that very limited time span uh towerfall is on here with all of its expansions like yeah it's basically every game that we've baldi's basics is on here if you want to learn like why teenagers keep talking about that game on youtube um yeah i feel like there's a lot of people that might uh hear a lot of games maybe don't play a lot of games but uh want to get just dip a toe in and yeah yeah. I mean, for ten dollars, which is the minimum uh, donation, you're dipping a very good toe in. <laughs> yeah, for, what for the people fuck's up uh, with who, you and toes. I don't this know. Like I'm just in a toe mood. Door, like <laughs> Russ's Russ's new thing. Hey, everybody, it's me, Russ. And I'm I'm happy to announce I'm into toes now. Yeah, they don't really do it for me, but I don't know. I, mean, I guess I'm in a. I guess there's some people that do, and you're thinking about you're thinking about the listeners. I can appreciate. Yeah, I am. That. I am. For, for people who listen to the show and don't play games, which is a surprising amount of people, there are two games on this that I recommend that you play. One is called Cloud Gardens, which is um, 
basically uh, little post-apocalyptic landscapes and you plant seeds on them to reclaim the earth and it's like a puzzle game but very very simple puzzles it's much more about kind of like a bonsai tree of you know the feeling of growing stuff rather than the the challenge of playing the video game and similar to that there's a game called mortician's tale which i adore um and it is about effectively the business of working at funeral homes um and it has a a message that i i won't spoil but about like end of life um and what we do with our remains that i think is really nice and special and i was kind of surprised to see in a video game when i played it for the first time uh the great thing about this again for all of these games is you can just try them so something like yeah. Celeste, I know sometimes people are intimidated by, or Baba is You, which is one of my favorite puzzle games of all time, uh, maybe seem intimidating. Hey, you're getting in as part of this collection. What better time than now to give to give it a shot? Yeah. Uh, Quadrilateral Cowboy is also on here, which is oh, one of my favorite man. games of the last 10 years, maybe. It's a... It's by Blendo, so it's got the it's got the good jazz punk vibes, but also you've got a hacking deck that is just a crummy laptop that you go around and have to solve puzzles with, and it is so clever. It is such a clever game that's all about just sort of uh, setting up pathways for yourself with like timed hacks of like, okay, open the door for five seconds, then shut down the security for three seconds. And you just make like paths for yourself that you sort of program out and then you have to run them in first person. It's it's it is really, really fun. I love that game. Uh oh sorry, one more thing. Well also Yingland is on this, which I think Fresh recommended to me and I never played and now I need to finally go play. Oh yeah, very cool platformer where you're like a little uh, paramecium type thing. But most importantly for our listeners, Towerfall is on I this. But <gasps> you said it already? You both you both acted like I didn't just say it. I didn't oh, say I didn't it. hear it. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I, I want to emphasize it because a lot of people listen to our uh, best of the decade episode and are like, Towerfall, really? Hey, go play the hey, game. Yeah. Go play I mean, it with some friends. I understand that it's not uh, the best time for local co-op to sort of make its uh, <laughs> reemergence, but uh, yeah, I mean, you can't do better than Towerfall in that department. So You can't? Okay, uh, let's do some uh, quick reader mail. We uh, we asked for some Ask Me Anything, and we got just that. You know, I'm just going to get a technical question out of the way. Uh, this okay. one's from Rendezvous Fancy Takes Flight. Uh, hey, Plant, I just finished the Besties Resties pod uh, about Bang for Your Buck games, and I had never heard of Drop 7 until you mentioned it, and I'm very oh, wow. curious about it, but when I check Google Play, it seems the game doesn't exist. No way to access it? Sad news, the game is not available anywhere. You're um, kidding me. It, I am not. It has been... So uh, it was created for Area Code. Area Code was acquired by Zynga. Zynga made an alternate version of the app, and apparently the app has just been, I guess, appearing and disappearing for the last few years. I reached out to Frank Lance, one of the creators of the game, and the co-founder of Area Code, who now uh, runs the NYU Game Center, and he was like, yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm not I'm not involved with it anymore. Um, it might come back uh, or it might not. Uh, so a, a really <laughs> tough reminder of game preservation in the age of mobile games. 
you know what I really want to do is somehow buy the rights to this game from Zynga because mm. I'm sure that they have no interest in it. And then I can just release it to the world. And then, ooh, and you do a video game podcast. So you just I know. say, we could just say on the video game podcast, like, you got to check out this new game. Right. And, and then, like, we don't even have to talk about the rights part. And then I can charge like $100 for it. Right. Whoa. It's yeah. definitely worth 100 bucks. And you don't even like really need to say that you own it. No. Yeah. That you make money on Like, that's a great. Well, why has nobody thought of that? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You know what like, I could, we could also say is we could mention it every week and then we could be like, yeah, you have to like pay in-app purchases for like the next like 50 weeks before you get to the good part. Yeah, yeah. That's, that is true. I've heard that's that. That's good. That's this good stuff. Good. This is good. It's a related note, I went looking for uh, Puzzle Quest 1 or 2 mm. on iOS because Puzzle Quest 3 was such a letdown and those games are also not available Ugh. anywhere. And it's Brutal. like, those are those are genre-defining games that are just like tears in the rain, just lost to time. Yikes. <laughs> Uh, from Cameron, do you think this will be the long-awaited year where both Kirby and Sonic somehow get a good game? No, because the Sonic game is going to be bad, and there that's that's all there is Wait, to it. The Kirby this? game, based on the demo that I played, which is freely available if anyone wants to try it, is going to be spectacular. I am like fully so- sold on it after the demo. The Sonic game, as Plant and I bet on is it going to be hot, fiery garbage. Is the Sonic game like open world? Yes, okay. sort of. Open zone is what they're calling it. <laughs> open zone? <laughs> it's open zone. That's I, great. I disagree because most Sonic and Kirby games are actually pretty good. So already, people, people say that they're not, but like, let's review the tape. They're actually quite good. Uh, Sonic games that have come out in the past uh, however many years, pretty decent. Sonic Mania, we all liked that one, right? Sure, yes. The yeah. the Sonic yeah, the Hedgehog yeah. four games, we I all like. We should that. only count the three D games. In okay, this okay. So I I agree that Sonic Forces and Sonic <laughs> Lost World were not great, but before that, Sonic Generations, great. Sonic yeah. Colors, also great. Sonic and the Black Knight, okay, not <laughs> good. Sonic Unleashed, not as bad as people think. <laughs> Sonic and Shadow. The Rings, what about Shadow? Shadow, oh, you skipped. You sk- <laughs> there are a lot more Sonic games than that, my friend. You, you just skipped right past. If you wanted to get a bad one, Sonic the Hedgehog, the 2006 remake where he kisses the lady. That's a that's, low. That's the that's <laughs> that's, that's a- the bad one. But why? Well, I, I mean, you know, Sonic doesn't make Sonic the creator. Well, Sonic doesn't Sonic make games. games. Period. No, yeah. he just yeah. runs fast. He just He's runs got very it. fast, and he says funny shit, and he loves uh, eating sloppy hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and same thing with Kirby. Kirby games are, for the most part, quite good. They're just not always made for, like, you know, pro-elite gamers. Yeah, I don't want to bundle Kirby and Sonic games together because I think I Kirby's hit-to-miss ratio is much better oh, than no, Sonic's hit-to-miss ratio. They're, they're not they're, tied. They're, they're tied not and you can't take them apart from each other. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby uh, is the balloon that's going to take Sonic out of <laughs> crap down. Uh, one more question from Bonnie. If you had to summarize yourself in three games, which games would you pick? Mm. Mm. I think we should, mm. given that there are three of us, yeah, we should each pick a game that represents ourselves. Wow, that's not what the question asked for at all. But that's that's because otherwise, that's really nine bad. games. That's going to take that's a forever. lot of games. That is a lot of games. Um, <sighs> I'm going to say. 
probably Animal Crossing mm. is in there. Mm. Yeah. Um, man, probably some MMO bullshit. I mean, I, it's tough to divide this from like the games I play a lot of. Is that how we are defining ourselves? It says yeah, a lot about tough, you what right? games you spend time with, I think. That's fair. Um, yeah, and also, like, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would call you, like, a Destiny person. No, like, I, don't think I that wouldn't defines call you. I would never volunteer that. Uh, and then I would say Leisure, leisure Suit Larry, of course. Yeah. Fun, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> my my game is Parcheesi. That represents me personally. Uh, I mean, probably some Pokemon. Probably I'm gonna say Pokemon Leaf Green. Mm. Oh no, Heart Gold. Okay, mm. that was a close one. My my Earthbound, um, Bo Jackson Baseball for the NES. Yeah, and I, that's it. I did it in two. You don't really need any more than that. No, Bo Jackson Super Baseball for the NES. What a game. Oh, yeah, that game, what a that game. game. He knew video games. Among know. the other things that he knew, he knew video games. <laughs> That's true. He did know bonus games. <laughs> um, a, a real reference for four people um, who are listening to the show right now. We did it. Old, we made it through this episode. sports fans. is like the <laughs> aged <laughs> sports fans. Uh, hey, have you guys been playing anything else that's not that doesn't rhyme with Melden Bing? Griffin, did you play um, Triangle Strategy? Yeah, I've played a couple hours of it and done two battles, I think. that uh, we, we pulled Nautable and decided not to do that game for this episode because we knew that it was a, a slow burn, uh, as Casey Musgraves would say. And it, it, it is that. I love strategy RPGs. It's like my my jim, my Jimmy Jammer, but the uh, amount of just plotting dialogue that it, you have to get through to get to that stuff is is uh, even even by my tastes, which I think <laughs> trend in the direction of liking that stuff, is is a bit unpalatable. Do you like uh, the the combat systems though? Uh, I mean, there. I haven't. I don't think I've gotten to the point where the combat systems like, uh, 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 like establish themselves as being different at all from yeah, sure. uh, other other strategy RPGs. Um, it's also, and I don't know if this is a. I played Octopath Traveler, and um, you know, to a lesser extent, I think that the Bravely Default, Bravely Second games kind of have that sort of visual aesthetic, but this is definitely. In the Octopath Traveler, like gorgeous 3D or I guess 2.5D sort of pixel art yeah. vibe, uh, it looks really blurry and not as good as I remember mm. Octopath Traveler list huh. looking. And I'm wondering if it's because I am playing it on the OLED Switch and there's some sort of like scaling issue that was not true for Octopath Traveler. Weird, because the uh, the resolution would be the same. Right. Yeah. I, I. That's probably not it. And I'm a. a it's big possible dumb. that. Yeah. Maybe it's just like more. They, they like downrezed it, it, it or it something. It looks pretty. It looks pretty blurry and huh. not as good as I remember Octopath looking. But that's neither here nor there. Maybe. Uh, maybe uh, your vision is getting worse. That's. I mean, that is absolutely <laughs> true. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'm going to spend some more time with it. It's just uh, th this week has been kind of a, a mess with like sicknesses and other shit going going wrong down here, Austin ways. So I've not had like a ton of time to sit down with my Switch and, and spend time with it. But we'll 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 see. We'll see. 
We'll see. Wait and see. Don't buy it until I tell you to buy it. That's, you should always wait. You should always wait for the Griffin's stamp of approval before you make any decisions. Uh, I've been um, testing uh, Odin Pro, which is one of those new uh, oh, yeah. How uh, emulation it? handhelds. Um, and setting up emulation remains just not the fun. Worst. Yeah. It's the worst. But the most important thing is I got Bust a Move 99 running on it. Good. And I'm back in Bust a Move. Yeah. Bust a Move. Uh, I mean, the inspiration for thousands of iOS, Android uh, puzzle games, the ones where you shoot a little ball at mm-hmm. some other balls that are colorful and then they pop. Yeah. But, oh, the art style here, it is delightful. It's just yeah. so crisp and colorful and ooh, it takes me back. Was that the Dreamcast one? Uh, 99, I believe, is the Saturn one. Oh. Um, wow. Yeah, you know, for real gamers. Um and also, Turning Red comes out by the time oh. that this episode airs. Very exciting. And people should watch it. It rules. I cannot wait for more people to see it. It's on Disney+. Plus. It is a Pixar movie. Uh, I think it is in the vein of the more character-driven, less franchise Pixar movies like Soul and Luca. But I hear it's very good. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, I got an iOS game I've been playing. Can you believe it? It's a... Huh. Uh, free-to-play roguelike called Guidus, G-U-I-D-U-S. And it is like a very sort of, uh, at first glance, simple, uh, like proper rogue-style game where you're going through dungeons sort of one step at a time and you bump into enemies to attack them. Uh, It is not turn-based like those sort of classic rogue games are. Like, everything is moving in real time, so Mm. you have to... So it's it's something between a classic rogue game and, like, a uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer, albeit without the rhythmic element to it. Um, And there's, like, a ton of different characters to unlock, and each one has their own sort of way of of attacking or doing, like, special charging attacks. There's lots of free-to-play e stuff, a lot of, like, opportunities to watch ads to unlock a new character or buff the ones that you've got now. Um, but I would say that there is plenty to do without necessarily having to do that stuff. Uh, and it is it is fun. I've, I have really uh, liked my time with it. And it's free, so it's like, you you know, there's no reason not to check it out. Uh, there's there's a lot to do there. Russ, I think, you would, I think you would get a lot out of it. Yeah, that sounds good. Fresh, anything for you? Uh, no, I've just been playing more Elden Ring in my f- spare time. How uh, are you? Uh, just can we have like f- two minutes of how's everybody feeling about it, liking it, feeling? I'm changed. I'm having a very tough time convincing myself that it's not my fa- favorite game of all time. Yeah, I'm having the same. I think I'm yeah. nearing. I may be four fifths of the way through the game. Like I think I'm getting close, and I am already excited to like try it again because there's so many side quests that I have just missed. And a lot of like weapons and shit that I have gotten that I have not been able to use because of my build that I'm like, ooh, but next time though, look out. Yeah. It's, it's spectacular. <laughs> Chris Plant won't finish it, but I Stop. applaud him for trying. It, 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 when I finish it, I'm going to mm-hmm. feel val. I, I don't know if I'll feel validated. I'll feel negged. You know what's good about that? Win win. Because if you don't finish it, I was right. Wow. <laughs> He's playing 40 chess. We can't fuck with that, Chris. <laughs> okay, let's recap the games because there are a lot of them today. Here we go. Nobody Saves the World, uh, Pokemon Legends, Arceus, 
Uncharted Legacy. Uh, of Thieves Collection. The Legacy of Thieves Collection. <laughs> Ali Ali World. Super Auto Pets, which is free on iOS right now. Cyberpunk 2077, the the remix, remaster edition. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West and Dying Light 2. Destiny 2. Elden Ring. I dropped a little bit of Dragon Quest Eleven in there. For the Ukraine hey, Dragon bundle, Quest Eleven. Holy shit. I'm so excited you're playing that game. I, that's one of my favorite games ever. It's fantastic. Um, we sh- yeah, we should talk about that on, a, on another episode when mm. we're yeah, in the slow fun. period. Yeah. Um, bundle for Ukraine, we talked about Tennis, uh, Short Hike, Baba is You, Celeste, Quadrilateral, Cowboy, Golf Peaks, Cloud Gardens, Mortician's Tale, Crosscode, Kingdom, Two Crowns. I don't actually know if we ended up mentioning it, but I'm including it here because I know Hoops loves it. Yeah. Wander Song, Super Hot, Quadrilateral, Cowboy again. again. I can't believe I wrote it down twice. <laughs> uh, Yinglet and Towerfall. And then uh, stuff we're still playing right now. Elden Ring, obviously, Bust a Move 99, uh, Triangle Strategy, Gaidas, I think is how you pronounced it, and then the film Gaitis, Turning yeah. Red is on Disney Plus right now. Man, there's it's a good it's a it's a for media, <laughs> it's a good time. For most it's, other stuff, not as good. But man, media, keep keep it going, guys. <laughs> You're doing great, media. And then next week. Who knows? Next week's going to be a surprise. It's a mystery episode. Well, here, uh, we will disclose this fact. It's just going to be me and maybe a guest, but we do not know. (laughs) This may be Bestie's first ever one-hander. Russ is going to do his one-man show. uh, (laughs) It's called 501 Sundays, and it's all about his love of baseball. Uh, I I was raised in Brooklyn. To me, I mean, you could probably do. You could probably recite all of of Billy Crystal. What is, is it? Seven hundred. Su- how many? Seven hundred Sundays. Seven hundred Sundays. I think so, Sundays. Yes. so this is, man. I don't. Think- Ice cream used to be so much better back then. <laughs> <laughs> I would listen to that. So, oh man, I would put that on repeat. I would fall asleep to that every night. Russ. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chris, why don't you wrap it up? You've been. You've really taken charge of this episode, and I'm proud of you for it. You've done a great. Job. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's it for the besties. Uh, I am Christopher Thomas Plant on behalf of Griffin McElroy and Russ Frustick and the missing uh, Justin McElroy. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you want to uh, follow us on Twitter, we're at the besties pod. If you want to leave a review, it helps, especially if you leave it on Apple podcast, but Hey, you can really leave it wherever. I think Spotify does reviews now too, if you are on that platform and uh, Hey, if you want to support us in other ways, we have a, a coin with a giraffe on it, and you can find that <laughs> on the it's Mac not le- It's not legal tender. We no. have to not say that. Correct. And it's someone, not, tried, yeah. someone tried to buy a pack of cigarettes with one of these coins, and we got a mean letter from the <laughs> from from the IRS. You could barter it for another animal coin. That's the only way you could do it. Yeah, another podcast animal coin. Yeah, that's it though. And that's it for the besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends? pick the world's best video games.
Besties!